Welcome to the 11th episode of the Charles Little Podcast. Ooh, we, man, we got a lot of hot topics for you today. Uh, just excited. Thanks a lot for making sure everybody downloaded uh, La Decima this past week. Thought that was a great one for us. And uh, in between that time, uh, Charles and his beloved Michigan State Spartans uh, fell in uh, the final four. Charles, talk to, why don't you get things started off going on? Uh, with the NCAA tournament, give it put a bow on that before we get to the what we're really here for. Um, I mean, Texas Tech put the locks on them. Uh, I thought they'd be able to get enough uh, score enough points, you know, uh, through Cassius Winston, and they really locked him up. Uh, Culver hit some big shots down the stretch to get him to the championship, um, you know, and then they ran it, you know, then Texas Tech ran into Virginia. If you really think about it, I, and I put some more thought into it um, in, the, in the last couple of days. I guess Virginia was the the best team the entire time. We just never we just didn't really pay attention to them this year because they lost last year. But they only lost three games all year. Two of them were to um, were to, to Zion. So I mean, that's understandable. It took the best player in the country to beat them twice. So they really only won like one non you know one. They only lost one game that wasn't you know didn't have a a, a deity on it. So um, so I mean yeah, they were the best team all year. And they, they showed it in the tournament, and, you know, tip your hat to them. That's, you know, that's crazy that they lost that 16, and then they turned around and uh and won a chip. So, you know, my hat's off to them. So, Charles, we'll get into just a little bit about um, how, let's just say that you understand uh, more than others, and uh, because of you are, well, let's call you a well-educated young man, uh, and that's regarding uh, when it comes to mental health sometimes. And just wanted to you to provide some of your thoughts on what Kyle Guy went through and uh, how he was retweeting everybody um, who ever said that uh, UVA would not be able to uh, overcome uh, the 116 game, and he used that failure as motivation. Just want you to uh, touch touch on that a little bit. Yeah, um, you know I love it. I, he, he's a dog, you know, deep down, you know, to to like they said he put a you know. A, the screensaver on his phone, um, and just you know, looked at it. So he looked at it every day. You know, whatever you need to um, to push you to be great. You know, it's, you gotta, sometimes you got to go to a dark place to uh, to 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 get the you know get the where you need to get to. And you know, if he was able to, if that made him dig a little deeper, push you know push harder, stay your extra jumpers up, and you know do the work that he needed to do, um, and push him every day. That that's what it took. Then that's what it took. So you know, I tip my cap to him. Uh, like I said, that's a hell of a way to bounce back from losing to losing to 16. That's you know that's almost uh, that's you know in the vein of uh, when when the Spurs lost to the Heat and then came back the next year and beat the Heat. Um, that's what that reminds me of. So yeah, shout out to uh, UVA. I want you to be able to get into uh, read an awesome tweet regarding uh, Doug Gottlieb and referring to Ty Jerome. If Ty Jerome was from Latvia, he'd be a top five lottery pick. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Uh, that's probably true. Uh, but you, I think you can honestly say that about a lot of players. Uh, yeah, you can say that about a lot of players. If 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 Cam Reddish was French, uh, he'd probably be he'd probably be no matter how he played, he'd still be a uh, you know a top three pick. Um, imagine if imagine if Zion was from a different country and you just heard about these dunks and what he was doing and oh uh, that would like imagine imagine Zion with no with no uh internet so he's just you just hear about these things and like grainy instagram videos from some back gym in in 
you know, in France. That would be crazy. So, I mean, I feel like you can say that about a lot of players, but, you know, that's a fair assessment. Um, you kind of, you know, the, the white basketball players kind of pigeonholed. Um, so, I could see definitely see where he's definitely making a point on that. Okay. I like Ty Jerome a lot. I think DeAndre Hunter uh, just made himself uh, more money than I think DeAndre Hunter is going to get picked over R.J. Barrett, actually. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, that's uh, – man, that's I – I can't see that. I think he's – I like Hunter. I've seen I've seen Virginia play maybe five or six times this year. There were a couple games where he didn't show up and he didn't look good. Um, he definitely has – you know, those threes, he, those two threes he hit um, in, in the title game were huge. But um, I got to see a little bit more from him. I don't I – don't, how, uh, how tall is he? Who – Ty Jerome? No, 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 no. How tall is DeAndre Hunter? Oh, DeAndre Hunter, 6'8". But he's a muscular 6'8". He is a muscular 6'8". I don't know. He just loses. I, I don't know if you see it. He what moves kind of stiff. He's kind of sure. stiff. He's not as fluid. He's stiff as hell. Um, I mean, I can, I don't know. if I can totally see him being a um, 13-year vet playing 3 and D. So, I mean, if that's what you're drafting him for, then that's, you know, that's that's well and good. But I think if you're drafting somebody in the top five, you're trying to get an all-star. You're trying to get, like, somebody that's going to be a stud. So, like, to buy to draft a, you know, if, you, if that's what you're trying to do is get a rotational player, um, I can understand that, him being a high pick. It depends on what the team needs. Like, um, if, 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 if a team like Dallas is up there and, you know, they already have Luka and they have Porzingis, he'd be, you know, he might be a good little piece for them because they don't need him to do much but play D. And be like pretty much replace what Harrison Barnes does for him now, uh, was doing for him when they signed him uh, last year. So just a three and D slashing wing. Um, I feel like that'd be a good fit on like the Mavs, but uh, I'd say maybe I could see him being the seventh or eighth pick, not top five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what Charles, there's one thing that we need to figure out. You know what they, we don't do at camps anymore? We never talk about what? time and score at camps ever. And still don't understand why Culver, after he gives up the three, and then my man comes up and pulls a three with seven seconds to go. Seven seconds to go. He had no reason to pull up for three, where he had he had just done a great spin move and finished with the left hand. It was incredible. But then we had that going on. I just couldn't believe it, man. What what were your thoughts? I just like how can we get our players to be better at the end of games and better in situations? I mean, I feel like coaches work on that stuff. Um... In my experience in college, we worked on that stuff all the time um, at the end of practice. Uh, but at the same time, like you can you can go over that stuff and walkthroughs, and you know, it's like I said at the end of practice. But to be you know to be in that setting, that is a you know that's that's a very stressful, hectic ass situation to find yourself in the middle of. You can't you know when you're doing this at the gym, you know, in practice, everybody can hear each other. You can hear coach clear. Coach can be calling out these things. Um, but you know if it's uh, you know, a tense situation like that, and it's loud as hell like that. You can't hear, you can't hear shit. So you know, you got people trying to communicate with you and call plays in and make sure everybody's switching and this, that, and the third. And if that's a lot of shit to be going on um, during a game. The the scoreboard's in a different place, so you you know you're trying to find where the scoreboard is, mm-hmm. so you don't mm-hmm. know exactly how much time there is. And at the same time, like when you're in the fray like that, it's kind of hard to look up and like find the time too. Like I'm, I'm doing something down here on the ground level, and I, you know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a, it's a, it's a hectic situation. People short fuse, and that's why that happens. I mean, 
I, it, it surprises me sometimes the uh, boneheaded mistakes that people make at the end of games. But you know, all in all, like shit happens because it's there's a lot going on at the end of those games. So you know, and, and at the same time, these kids, these at the end of the day, they're still kids. So you know, you gotta give them a little bit, a little bit of leeway. Yeah, that's fair enough. There it is. Um, we are, like we said, I mean, anytime. I'm pretty sure over the last three years, Virginia's lost a total of five games in the ACC. How is that even happening when you got the whole best folks up there? Um, in terms of the pack line D and, and Coach Bennett and finally uh, being able to do some of the stuff that he wants to do, uh, it's just, man, it's wild. going to be interesting to see where's, uh, where that's uh, going to continue uh, when the time is right. Uh, taking it from there, as we said, we'll – Put a put a bow on college. There's nothing more that we can really get into from this specific point. Um, and so uh, let's uh, you know what this is what we're gonna do uh, now that we uh, put a bow on the final four. Uh, we need to get to your tweet of the week, man. Before we dump jump into things with uh, uh with see, some other see folks. what nonsense I, I was spewing this week. I never remember these tweets at all. The year you were what we call you were in the moment. You jog my you jog you have to jog my memory. Sure. We find that shit out. Mm-hmm. Two of those. Um, $8.70. 77 cents. I bring exact change. Uh, why don't you give the people your little infatuation with Chipotle? Uh, I mean, Chipotle is life. Uh, I don't I don't really know how to explain it to people. Uh, I've been down. First time I ever had Chipotle was on Brown uh, Brown Street uh, on my official visit to, to UD. Um, I had barbacoa. I don't know why. I didn't like the shit. It was terrible. Um, but when I ended up committing and then when I got to school, um, we ended up going and I finally found my combination, um, half chicken, half steak. And, and I've been, I've been locked in ever since it's, it's, it's the best thing I've ever had in my life. It's, it's my, uh, it's my safe haven. Um, my, my best friend in the world, Des, big, big Desmond DG once said that he would die for Chipotle, like he would <laughs> die for Chipotle sins if, if, if it came down to his life or people never being able to have Chipotle, just he'd have to take that L. So, I mean, that kind of sums it up for us. Like it's it's that you know it's that deal. So, yeah, I mean, I know my order is. I've been ordering the same thing. I don't once I find like my right combination of stuff, I don't really change my order. So my my order has been pretty much the same since '09. I mean, since like '06. So, yeah, it's eight seventy seven every time. All right, love to hear that, brother. Um. Well, there's one that we're going to save for later just because we'll coincide it with uh, some conversations about, like, proper how to be a proper teammate uh, and, and then how uh, one can be viewed uh, differently um, because of how they have been as a, a teammate. But uh, without further ado, uh, I wanted to, like, give you a hug from afar because I just couldn't believe my ears uh, when and then the story came across my phone and I just... I had gotten a text and somebody goes, magic out. And I go, say what the F, what? And then I started deep diving. Then I noticed my man more or less gave like an 18-minute press conference out there talking to folks. Uh, I don't know if you saw some of the clips, but clearly he, he, he showed a lot of love. Um, but, oh, my gosh. Charles, give us your – just tell us your feelings. You, you're allowed to get emotional here if you need be. <clears throat> So what we have here is, and people need to really understand this because it's it's kind of it's it's a half it's a fucked up thing, but it's a beautiful thing all at the same time. Is Take Magic notes, Johnson is so good at 
Magic Johnson is so good at basketball and he is so rich that he's allowed to give absolutely no fucks about what anybody thinks. And so this is what happens when you have a person in a situation that he doesn't want to be in, that he no longer enjoys, that he's not that is actually becoming work. Like Magic Johnson doesn't work. He lives. And he's having him having to work for the Lakers was is was impeding upon him living. So when you don't give any fucks, like that's what you like, of course, like all right, well I'm cool. I don't have to be here. Like like he rich enough to be like, I'm cool. And that's all that that's all that happened with that. Like he's not about to be nobody's scapegoat or be there for like the bullshit. Like as soon as you know, there's certain people I'm sure there are people listening to this that when they get in arguments with their significant other, their like their move is to just like walk out the room. Like that's their you know, that's their get out of the argument move. Like Magic just did the same fucking the same thing. He just was like, I'm not even about to be here. I'm going to the house. Like cookie, I'll be there in twenty. We're going to dinner. Like he's ready to go. So I mean that's what happened. I mean, I don't know what the fuck the Lakers are gonna do. I don't even know who we're about to hire. Like we just got the little agent dude. I don't even I don't even like to call him by his name, just the little agent dude. Um just like I, I feel like it's like Rich Paul gonna be like the next president of basketball ops. Like I'm I'm terrified for my life right now. Um but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like it's the shit happens. I remember like yeah, they're just swoons. We play basketball long enough, there'll be swoons, so you know, it'll be we'll figure it out eventually. So my fandom isn't wavering. I'm I'm here for the long haul, so I'm just eating these hours right now, guys. I wanna make sure that you uh so are do you feel as though obviously all the love is there between him and Jeannie, but do you feel as though he was turned at all? I just feel like he's being pulled in a bunch of different directions. That job requires way more time and attention than he's than he wants to give it. Um, I mean, it's a full time job, and I I was you know talking to you or talking to somebody um, about like how was he doing that and still owning the Dodgers and like doing like he was just doing a lot to you know what I'm saying like it just seems like he was doing a lot. So it's just he's at Michigan State games. He's just all over the place, and he's not doing his job. It seems so. I could, I mean, I could just see it being a confluence of a lot of things coming together at once, and you know, him just saying fuck it because he got, you know, enough money and more. Just he's just magic, like he, you know, it's showtime, baby. So he can just go out here and just be magic tomorrow, and he back, and everybody will love him still. Magic's in that. Uh, it's like magic, Oprah, randomly Dave Chappelle because he literally just don't care what anybody thinks, so he's gonna do whatever he wants. Uh, Chris Rock's up there. There are certain, uh, yeah, there's certain people that are in the. They're just above reproach at a certain point. So you just leave them up there, let them be, let them move how they move. Like nobody, nobody's been restricting Michael Jack, Michael Jordan on these uh, on these dad jeans for 20 years. How is it the, the greatest player that that's ever lived can't dress? It's a, it's an abomination what Michael Jordan comes to games with, and you have the best brand ever. He should have Jordan tracksuits on. Jordan, like never mind. I went on a tangent there. My bad. We got to check after the situation. How do you think their relationship stands right now? Oh, they'll be fine. I, don't, I, don't, I think they're two grown ass men who are just like living in in legend land. So they'll be fine. I don't. I don't think Kobe. I don't think. I don't think Magic Johnson needs to, has to explain himself to Kobe Bryant. So, and I don't think. I don't think Kobe gives a fuck what Magic does. So they'll be fine. Like it's. I don't know what they're gonna do. They, you know, we gotta get a new, new uh, uh, somebody to take that that role. So who knows who they, who they reach out to, but. Man, I think all along we're gonna end up with Jimmy Butler, and that's about it. So I'm just just watching it, watch it play out, and maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I'm just like I'm conceding that we're gonna get Jimmy Butler, and maybe that'll be enough to get us in the playoffs at least next year. Mm, okay. Um, 
my other question is, when you're seeing magic up there, do you still think there's there's not the full story that's going on? Do you think there's extra baggage? And if, and if you do, what is it? Uh, I mean, it's definitely a bunch of bunch of shit going on in the, in the in the background. I'm sure there's. It's just. I mean, you can even from the stuff you know, LeBron, just the LeBron thing and him having his people, the Anthony Davis stuff. Um, there's still a lot of, um, you know, the, the Lakers are a family business, so they got a lot of people that are still that have been in the organization and, and all these intertwined relationships with people that really care about each other and stuff like that. So it creates for a messy situation. So I'm sure it's not a, it's not as, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of gray area going on in there. Oh, that's real. Okay. Oh, uh, where do y'all go from here? Is it, so it looks like Rob is going to be, is going to go for the re-up, but do you think that they go and find a senior manager or some scouts? Where do you think going? Yeah, I definitely think they're going to hire somebody else to put up there with him, maybe some oversight or something. Um, we'll see how it goes, man. I, don't, I, don't, I think a lot depends too on um, on on what's up with Brandon Ingram and his and his blood clots. Um, if if he if he's okay, um, you know that opens up some possibilities for a trade or even just letting him play. At this point, I'm 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 almost at a point where I'm down to just like let these young players kind of fill out and see where it goes. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. It's a long summer, and, and, you know, things can change. we got to see how the playoffs play out because, you know, if your team loses early or, you know, you win a championship or something, you know, you start – people can reconsider some things. So, you know, I don't – I don't. I think the Warriors are going to win the finals, but, you know, if the Raptors end up in the finals or win the championship, you know, Kawhi might reconsider leaving. So, I mean, it's, it just all depends. So, we'll see how it ends up. Would, would you – if you had to put a timetable, say you're genie and say y'all are dating, like, hey, Charles, you can oversee basketball for the greatest franchise in sports now. Those bad boys uh, handling over in Europe. Um, if you were given that much time, do you think fans would, how would, you, how would you be received, if you will? And what, what would be your biggest, uh, the biggest thing is the Lakers in the offseason? Well, uh, like I said, um, figuring out Brandon Ingram's health would be priority number one just because um, I I just don't think you can make a trade that's worthwhile anymore. Um, if you can't get Anthony Davis, you might as well keep those pieces. Um, see what <clears throat> see what free agents that we can add. You know, like I said, Jimmy Butler. As much as you know, we, the 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 worry with with signing Jimmy Butler is, is overpaying him. It's not you know it's not signing him. It's overpaying him. Um, but you know, for the next two years, he's a you know I think he'd be a good you know good option, and he might give you more more than you think. Because he's always going to play hard. I don't know if his body will, you know, betray him at any point. But he's always going to play hard. It's just he's a dog. So, I'm, you know, Jimmy Butler to me isn't the end of the. You know, it wouldn't be the worst thing to be um, the second best player on your team. But if they can get him and they can pull off like a Kemba or, or get you know some mid tier guard um, that's available, I, you know, anything is possible. They still got LeBron. I think um, so much of the season too it depends on you know on his health and you know reliability. If he can go out there and play, um, you know, seventy five, eighty games. You know, I like their chances. It's, you know, so much of this game and so much of sports is, is, is on health. And, you know, the Clippers weren't – not the Clippers. The Lakers weren't really healthy most of the year too. So, as, as much as things have gone south and things have, you know, looked real shitty, um, you know, their health was shitty as well. So, you know, you got to see how it plays out. That's a great answer, man. We can – I can live with that. I can live with that. You taking your GM – your GM serious, man. Um, so, as we – uh. Today is the end of the regular season. 82 games are in the books. Uh, we are waiting on a couple seeding things as we have uh, there. But in the East, we are uh, completely locked down. 
Uh, give the people some of your thoughts on, I mean, what are you looking at going into the playoffs here, Charles? Uh, first and foremost is uh, Embiid going to be healthy. Um, I think that puts, you know, uh, as much as, you know, all of Philly's hopes ride on, on, on the process. So um, if he's got a creaky knee, I don't know how far they're going. They look like they're matched up against uh, against Brooklyn in the first round. Without Embiid, that's, uh, that series might be a little harder than they think. Um, I think they still would be able to pull it out, but they definitely would that end up, you know, I could definitely see that end up being a, a six, seven game series. So they definitely need him. Uh, interested to see uh, what this Detroit um, Milwaukee matchup looks like. I think, you know, just to see if, if Blake Griffin and, and, and Drummond can slow down, um, slow down Giannis at the rim. I think that'd be interesting. If, at worst, it'll lead to Giannis massively dunking on both of them. So, um, yeah, some good matchups. Uh, I still, I still think the Raptors are gonna, are gonna end up um, coming out of the, out of the East. So, I'm just interested to see how, you know, what's gonna happen. Uh, this, this is some of the my favorite time of the year because this is literally the best basketball that's played all year. So, um, if you, you know, if you're just a casual fan, it's time to lock in. If you're a real fan, like you love it. So, uh, you know, they start, you know, now they're playing defense, and it's always nice when they're playing defense. So, and really, you know, really getting after it. So it's uh, that's where you can really. You can really appreciate how much space they can cover and how, you know, just how big and how small they can make the court seem. So it's uh, it's it's really good to watch. And you got to get out of that 8 or 11, that's sure. Um, okay, so he's done that. Uh, Joel Embiid in, I mean, his situation. So let's, let's, let's stay with the East, if you will. Uh, appreciate that. Out of our, the third time we did an episode, I believe it was you who referenced that my my boys were going to be fine and they were going to make the playoffs. Be at the Pistons, man. Talk more on that. I mean, Blake Griffin, man, all NBA player. He's been doing his thing. Um, hit nine threes the other day against the uh, Thunder, even though they lost that game. But he hit nine threes. Um, really a testament to how he's worked on his game. And I almost think at this point he's. One of the most underrated players in the league now because he's been playing in Detroit. No offense, um, but Blake Griffin leading the way. Um, Drummond is up there uh, in the league in rebounds. They got some nice, uh, you know, quality players, and you know Reggie Jackson has been a competent NBA player this year. So anytime he's doing that, uh, people got a chance. I love him that we. My boys are in. It'll be cool. I don't care if it lasts four games. It doesn't matter if it lasts six. Just happy to see that for their downtown. I think gonna get, you're going to get a game, man. You're going to get one game. Okay. All right. We're living with that. Uh, I don't love Marcus Smart getting hurt, but uh, give me a little preview. What are you seeing with uh, – I like. I think the Celtics handle things with the Pacers if I had to go with it right now. I think they handle it in five, even without Marcus Smart. Where are you at on I'm this with, series? Uh, Celtics in seven. I just think uh, off the top of my head, don't hold me to that, but I'm going to lean on that right now just because I can see the, the Celtics doing – the Celtics are a better team. They're not even – they have a better talent. They have more, they're a more talented team. But I can see them doing just enough dumb stuff to let the Pacers hang around and, you know, steal, steal a game on the road. Those are going to be tough games to win in Indiana, the field house. Um, so, nah, I think I – think I, um, yeah, I'm gonna go Celtics and Celtics and seven, but I wouldn't be be surprised to see um, the Pacers win that series. Kyrie's got to step up, and if Gordon Hayward can keep up this uh, recent this recent form, uh, you know that'll bode well for the Celtics. That could be an issue. That could be interesting. Um, so with that, I don't, I just don't see how it's gonna. I just don't think they have enough. And Brad is Brad. Brad gonna turn it up a notch in the playoffs, bro. So you're gonna go with Celtics. And seven, I'm gonna go with Celtics and 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 five. How about that? That's bold, but 
I, like I said, I can see it, man. If the, if the Celtics play the way they're capable of playing, they can, you know they can they can run anybody off the court. So they they got to show me though. I got they got to I, I it's all fun, you know. I haven't seen it. They can't. I don't think they're just gonna be able to flip the switch and just turn it on. So we'll see. Let's see what's going on with Mr. Joel Embiid, as you said. So we alluded to that. Um, I think it's just wonderful. I'm, you know what, man? Another thing, man. How about Magic addressing D'Lo? How about him just bringing up in his little resignation conference, bro? He brings out D'Angelo. You and I were right. Like, bro, when you have assets, you do not trade them. You better hold you can. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what Magic was on, man. Like, like I, people don't, like people do not understand that. Had we kept D'Angelo Russell, we could have got uh, – and we would have been in position to have uh, – gotten um jason tatum we wouldn't have had we had d'angelo russell we wouldn't have needed a point guard so we could have got jason tatum as a wing so instead of um having lonzo and brandon ingram we would have d'angelo and jason tatum but that's a whole nother situation for a whole nother world but yeah it's it's tough to think about i mean yeah i don't i don't understand what people were saying like d'angelo was averaging like 17 a game and you could see it i don't know what like i i've always i was so mad when they traded him over a damn phone. Nobody that shit had nothing to do with basketball. Not at all. Not and, at all. Like and he's young. Like who cares? Like I don't know I don't know how Nick Young won in that situation. They should have told Nick Nick Young to go fuck himself and and kept it pushing. And like this is like you know, but I it was just dumb because he, he was he's a natural born bucket getter. I don't I don't know what, what they're not what they didn't see, but oh, oh man. I was every time I watch him get loose, um it's it's hard to watch. But I think I'm gonna get I'm gonna support and get the uh Get that the net the best jersey in the NBA the uh the the Nets Kuji, uh Biggie jersey oh the, yeah is the best jersey in the league this year so uh, I might have to get the D the uh, the D low D loading D loading yes indeed well the other thing Charles for you uh, we have some uh, former high school teammates playing against each other and uh, Ben Simmons and D low of uh, from their time at Montverde Academy which is I mean that's crazy to me that those two played together. Um, and that, but that's just how it goes, you know, in that circuit and in, in that in that business. Back when, uh, back when Ben Simmons actually shot threes, man, we just, uh, you know, Jalen Rose thinks that he needs to switch and shoot shoot uh, outside jumpers with with his right hand. So he he, if you watch his footwork, so he shoots left handed with right with a right handed person's footwork. But the the thing that I don't understand about that is. If you watch his high school tapes, he shoots regular jump shots. Yeah, like pull up jump, like pull up threes, step, step back threes. Like I don't understand how in a year, that year between high school and getting to the league, he just forgot how to shoot. He used to be able to shoot. I'm gonna say I don't know if he. Was, I wouldn't say he was a great shooter, but he 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 looked very confident and like took him in the flow of the game and stuff. He was shooting. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand um, the disconnect there. Same thing. Like what's what's going on with Philly to where the people get to Philly and they can't shoot anymore? Oh man, no doubt. What the hell is going on? Is right? It must be in the water. I don't know what it is, but like man. I, the mm. Markel Fultz thing is still unbelievable to me. If you, you know, I don't think if you, people have really you ever look at Markel Fultz's Washington highlight film, his uh, his tape from uh, from summer league before he got hurt, like the boy can play, and to just see his his in his like situation that he's in. Whatever it is, is is a mess. But, like, Markel Foles used to be able to play. Ben Simmons used to be able to shoot. What the hell is going on in Philly? Man, I don't know. But you're absolutely right, man. We got to keep – oof, that's the situation going on down there. Like, that's going to be, if anything – and it's not far away, Philly to Brooklyn right there. Like, if anything, it's just going to be a fun series to watch, man. That's going to be cool. I'm excited about that. 
Um, I think it just will definitely be on the NBA TV uh, game, that's for sure, because, you know, they get a one or two slots all the time. But yeah. I am not looking forward to this series at all just because, um, I don't know, just not. But Toronto versus Orlando. I know Orlando has some pieces and stuff like that. It's just and maybe some fun young guys. But, I mean, it's like the Toronto thing. I've seen this before. It's like them playing Washington again. Um, just for the sake of argument, I'm just going to go uh, Toronto in five. Just because we'll make, I mean, Steve Clifford's a good coach in Orlando. Aaron Gordon, T. Ross playing his old team. I like the karma there. I'm going, I'm going with, they can get one. Orlando can get one. I'm going with the Raptors in five. Where are you at on that? Um, do you have a dustpan I can borrow? Oh, oh, like that. I'm bringing, I got my broom. Nice I just nerves, need a dustpan. Huh? Well, there it is. Sweep it is. Um, anybody you want to cover in that series before we close the chapter on the E? Pascal Siakam. Don't sleep on him. He's going to be the reason. I think he's going to be the reason that they're going to get to the finals. Um, he's not He's not as good as Kawhi, but he's damn good. Um, I think he's just, you know, like three, you know, every team, they pretty much every team needs three all-stars or three big-time players. And uh, the Raptors have four. You know, I think, I think you know, Marcus Gasol doesn't really fit, hasn't really, you know, he's been playing okay with, 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 with them since he's been traded. But I think in a slower playoff environment, you could really take advantage of him. So, um, yeah, just watch out for the Raptors. I think they're, I think they're, they're doing big things this year. Them sweeping would go a long way for people to be like, okay, all right. Well, they want to get their wins. They want to get their rest. So we'll definitely see. Um, at this moment, because the Clippers are up, it looks like uh, we're gonna have another Golden State for Spurs in the first round. Um, and this is a broom. This is a broom match. I definitely think uh, it's a sweep about to happen for sure. The Spurs is getting one. The Spurs definitely got the game where they hit 20, 22 threes and they at home and get it, get game three. I can definitely see them getting game three. Yeah, I'm interested to see, man. It'll be it's always a tough one for them. But then it's like, are they going to be in a certain mood? Is, is Steph going to be healthy? So uh, we'll table that one. Um, but let, I mean, for now, let's just—I mean, that one's a done deal. Let's just say uh, they get it done at five, and it will go from there. Um, so. That also brings it up. I mean, man, we just don't know in the four or five situation. We can't really speak to it, um, just because it's a lot. It's very, very fluid. We don't want to speak any anybody else's one on one accomplishments uh, for um, for any hating of purposes. But yeah, that's where we at on that. So I uh, don't know where the other ones are going to finish. As of right now, who knows if it's Houston OKC, if it's going to be OKC versus um, um, it, it, OKC. Excuse me. Um, would have to play. Uh, we don't know if they're going to end up having to play Denver. We don't know if they're going to have to play Portland, excuse me, Portland or Houston. That's what it comes down to there because uh, Houston's handling their business currently right now, but we will see. Um, and that kind of leads us, man. It's just we're here. The NBA playoffs are here. It's going to be fun. 40 games, 40 nights is everything. Some fantastic analysis we're going to have. It's, it's going to be great, man. It's going to be great. And then a uh, shout-out once again to Toronto. They'll make sure that they're going to be in the uh, – doing a favor for us and getting in on the NBA TV time for sure and full game access. Uh, so uh, any uh, anything that you wanted to cover on the, or, or mention on the regular season before we put a bow on it? Uh, who you got, Harden or Giannis for MVP? Oh, we're going straight to the awards. Let's go. Yeah, let's get to it. Okay, well, yeah, let's go to the awards. Um, I'm a believer. I, it's inc- I actually think Harden's having it almost just as good as he did last year. Issue is that he led his team to a one seed last year, 
in this team, we don't know whether he's going to be a two, three, or four. Um, but what we can say is that Giannis may be the best defensive player in the league, while also also in certain times where he was the best. Uh, and then also uh, in terms of where he was the best offensive player when he just was doing the most for Milwaukee. That being said, you value winning. They got to 60 wins. Houston didn't get to that. Um, and I think this is an opportunity to make sure we're rewarding him. But James has been incredible this year. So I'm going Giannis. Oh, oh. I, I don't think there's any wrong choice. Um, I'm leaning Harden just, cause, just because of the stretch he had when uh, when CP was out before before they got Austin Rivers. When he was keeping every, you know, he was keeping the whole franchise afloat. And he put it on his back. Uh, I think he's he's eight points clear of the next guy and um in scoring per game. Uh, I just got I got to lean back to back. I know uh, I know you know I'm pretty sure Giannis will win it just because he you know they they always give it to the new to the new person. That's always been the always been the case. New you know the fresh face always wins the MVP. But um, nah, James is over 82 games. James is has been has just been doing it and he's you know he's and people don't really you know people don't give him credit for his improved defense he's not a lot you know complete liability out of there no more um so yeah i'm i'm hard it's yeah hard well okay i just don't i'm not can you just give me your thesis on it i just don't see it charles i just don't i think you're ignoring things well so you're talking about like the the bucks having the number one seed i think is more a is more that and Giannis's improvement speaks to me speaks more to why Coach Bud should be the coach of the year than why Giannis should be MVP. Like I I understand that Giannis is is a, is a monster, but like um, Giannis isn't the best player I saw all year. Um, I feel like he 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 still can be contained on some level, um, but James Harden can't be stopped. And you know how, like the man goes one on one all game long. Um, yeah, he's unstoppable as much as. You know, people hate that style of play and the way it looks. Um, <laughs> people hate it, but you can't do anything about it. And, you know, if you if you hate it so much, stop it. Nobody can. So, and like I said, with all the injuries they battled um, throughout the year with Capella being out, Chris Paul being out, and for them to still end up with the uh, with the two seed is a credit purely to him. So, um, not you know, he's, he's, and as much as the scoring's up, he's still up around 10 assists a game. So, I mean, you know, as much as he's scoring, he's distributing, he's really helping his team out. So, um, I got to get him the edge just because, like I said, I think <clears throat> I think Coach Budenholzer should be the coach of the year, but James Harden is, has been the best player and the most valuable player, most valuable player to his team. Um, yeah. Oh, man. So, I think we're in disagreement there, so good to know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll monitor that, and I could see it being another thing where – the players vote a certain person in it, but then everybody votes in the other. Uh, but this is the Anthony Davis comparison too of, you know, you want you want a little two points, you want three points, whatever that may be, they got options. Uh, so let's get into all the NBA teams. Uh, I think unanimous, actually, unanimous, will, will be Harden and Giannis will be unanimously selected. you agree with that? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Steph Curry, uh, man in the other guard position, and then manning the other February position because she's uh, – Got to see some drawings of how they're going to have that. Uh, but, man, I'm just excited because I think Paul George, uh, I think last night may have may have uh, drilled it out for him. And so, yeah, that's uh, – and then, obviously, I think <sighs> – this is so tough just as he was hurt and things of that nature. But 
I value defense and can value if he would be the best player on the best team. And, yeah, he has an opportunity to do so. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm going with my first team. Uh, once again, Harden, Curry, Harden unanimously selected Curry, uh, Giannis, PG-13, uh, and then uh, anything from the alumni giving staff. Cool. Who would you give your fifth spot to? I'm going Embiid. I'm going Jokic. Okay. Let me just because just because Embiid Embiid's been hurt this like to finish the season. And I think that matters. So yeah, just to make sure we say it again: Curry, Harden, and you'll be able to add it. Michael was going with the first team All NBA: Curry, Harden as a unanimous pick, Giannis as a unanimous pick, Embiid, and PG thirteen. PG thirteen probably being the least vote getter, and it was going to be very close. And that goes into my second team: uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, will be on the second team uh, this year. Crazy to think about it like that. Uh, Dame Dollar and Russell will be uh, second team guards. Uh, and, oh, man, I'm going Kawhi Leonard um, for the second team as well uh, with Kevin Durant as the forwards. And then Jokic would be uh, second team for All-NBA. Who would yours be? I have the same as you, except for I have Embiid, obviously, as second team. Because I have Jokic as the first team. Nice. We have an accord. And then uh, the third team. Um, folks, we're going to make Charles over the next six weeks become a capologist. Uh, wait, what the hell is going on? And maybe Portland wants to play Utah. We're going to pause on that. Sacramento, with five minutes to go in the second quarter, has 78 points. 78 points. 78 to 55 against Portland right now. That's crazy. Um I'll have to maybe check that game and see what the hell's going on. But um, the third team All-NBA, we are going to make sure that uh, Charles is going to be a capologist. He will be um, very well-versed in the Supermax come uh, before things get popping off in July on July 1st. Um, and then amazing that $30 million will swing for a couple of people's contracts if just in case they make one of these third teams. So um, without further ado, I can't believe we're putting in two guys who didn't make the uh, NBA All-Star game, but I think they were worthy. They broke out. They did their thing. Um, but Kimball Walker and Bradley Beal will be on the all, my third team All-NBA team. Oh, what I think is going to happen, just because I don't, I don't see that they just can't do that without not it. But I think LeBron uh, still makes it. I'll go LaMarcus Aldridge. And then I'm going to go Rudy Gobert. I can't, I can't put Cat in there. Nah, can't do it. Okay, here's my question: Is Lamarcus Aldridge a has he has he been playing center or power forward this year? I think he's been playing more of a four if he's labeled that, that way. But if not, then let, let's say this: Say he's a center. Who's getting the fourth? Well, who's getting the fourth spot? Actually, no. Excuse me. You're going to have two different forwards than me anyway because I don't think you're valuing LeBron. So I want you just give us your thirteen All NBA team. Uh, I'm going Kemba by some miracle, maybe. Here's my. I've also been pondering this third spot, I mean the second guard spot. What about? Have you pondered Ben Simmons for third for third team? Yeah, I'm out. Nah, you got to make a three to get it. Nah, nope, okay. nope, 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 nope. Just a thought. You 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 we, you might have talked some sense into me the other day when you said Kyrie. Uh, I think I might know that. We're changing that. I have Kyrie and Brad Beal over Kemba. Yep, I'm going Kyrie and Brad Beal over Kemba. I just read something that Brad Beal is the 29th player in NBA history to average 25-5-5 and for a season. Yeah, we're definitely giving it to Brad, and I cannot believe we're through Kemba is money, but that may mean he's able to. Um, yeah, man. 
so let's get back to your third. Let's go. I'll go with my third team again. I apologize. We will go with Kyrie, Brad Beal, um, LeBron James, and I'm going to say LaMarcus is playing the four. Uh, and then, um, like, oh, where were we at? The five, Rudy Gobert. Yep. There it is. All right. Um, yeah, I got I had to ponder my five. So my third team all NBA, I'm going with Kyrie, Clay, mm. Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Rudy Gobert. Okay. So I missed the other forward. Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge, okay. my two forwards, and Gobert is my center. I'm willing for Blake to be up there. I just, I'm, I'm trying to be home ten. with it. 26 and 10 on a playoff team. Ooh, and over LeBron. Okay. All right. I just think what is going to happen that LeBron will get there, but Blake Griffin is more deserving. I agree. Okay. Right, let's, let's, uh, we'll have you, uh, file those, uh, file those when you, uh, when you're during the edits and we'll, we'll hold each other to it. So that'll be great. Um, so yeah, that wraps up a little NBA. I think, well, before we want to close off these, uh, little segments right here, uh, it's, uh, another thing that is happening. So man, Charles, this is another, man, next year, next year at the final four will be in Atlanta and then that'll be moving into master's week. And we know how people in Atlanta, well, in terms of Georgia and then the folks in Southern, uh, or in terms of South Carolina, how, uh, master's week is more of, uh, it's more of a celebration than anything. So, man, where are we at on that? What do you? Uh, I guess we'll get we'll get into our Masters picks. Um, I think Mr. Roy McIlroy is going to get the uh, Grand Slam, man. That's where we're at with that. I think he's going to think he's going to win to complete the uh, career Grand Slam. It's just his time. He he's been incredible this year. So I'm going with Roy. Um, as, you know, obviously, I'm sure as you you want to see Tiger do well. Um, of course, of course. I'll, I, I, I'm wishing for I really want um, Ricky Fowler to get a breakthrough and and finally win one. Uh, I'm not sure the Masters is going to be it. I'm still hopeful. If I was a betting man, I'd probably put money on Dustin Johnson just because he's been playing well. He's yes. like he's physically the best golfer. Um, you know, it's just all a matter of if his head's in and if he's going to play his game. But um, I'm going to go Dustin Johnson just off of consistency. Um, I just wanted to be close. Where's your? I don't know where the hell Jordan Spieth's been lately. Um, a couple other golfers, Jason Day. Where you've been? Um, but I'm going Dustin Johnson for sure. Okay, okay. I like the DJ pick. Um, yeah, I love that pick. Actually, man, that's great. Let's let's keep that rolling. So um, that one, we wanted to make sure we gave you fresh, just all all hoop, all basketballs we could there. But you know, um, when it's Masters week, everybody. Uh, not only becomes a golf fan, but you know that that Sunday from two to six, uh, right when the CBS hits, man, is I think it's some of the most riveting. And then Nance just they just do such a great job in terms of bringing you the drama. It's always good drama going into Masters usually. Uh, so especially with uh, as people aren't afraid of with Tiger anymore, and then it's gonna be great, man. It's uh, once again like you're right, Dustin Johnson just is the best talent pound for pound right now and so it's it's it's, it's never that with him it, it comes down to a mindset so it's gonna be interesting to see on that uh charles we want to tell folks that like to for, for they may be wondering like man what happened to the, the soccer we are going to be doing a separate soccer podcast for you we want to be able to wrap up everything because we want to make sure because we're going to start separating uh the soccer podcast uh to make sure that we're promoting especially during this uh these last quarterfinals in both uh the champions league uh, as well as the Europa League, we want to give it wait for all the uh, games that happen, uh, and then 
We'll be previewing things uh, for the weekend for La Liga's a wrap. Congratulations for that. We'll talk on that later, Charles. But um, I think we're about to be in one of the best title races ever um, with Liverpool and Man City. So stay tuned to that, uh, Charles. Um, any any last-minute thoughts um, that you want to give uh, for folks, just things that are happening in the week and wanted you to cover before we close it down? Um, Friday, the uh, best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, uh, Lomachenko is Ooh, fighting on. Yes, indeed. ESPN Plus. Yes, the sweet science guys were, were all about it. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to see, he's not a, he's, he's a small guy, he's a little guy, but he's so technical, he's so quick, precision. He's made uh he made Rigondi out quit, and Rigondi was undefeated. That was unbelievable. Um, best pound for pound fight in the world. Excited to see him play on. Um, I mean, see him fight on Friday. So um, you know, Max Holloway's fighting Dustin, whatever his name is. And I remember I saw that Dustin kid in a documentary about like street, like uh, this like backyard MMA thing in like Louisiana. And he made it all the way to the UFC title fight. So good for that kid. Um, so yeah, man, it's been a jam pick. Like this time of year, there's always shit popping. So, Oh yeah. I've been locked in. Like, you know, you got, you know, you guys are playing in the, you know, you got, you got your big Europa league game coming up. So I'll probably check that out tomorrow. Um, got you, so. got you. Cause we got to cover it for the pod, brother. Yeah, man. The Europa league. Great. Hey, uh, Arsenal and Napoli is a good match. Um, I'm not. You know, I, I will not let that disrespect continue. It's, we we have to service all people. We don't. Sometimes we don't choose to. We don't choose our products. We are, we are a pod for all and making sure that you are getting your expertise out there. So. Un- we are uniting the soccer world. So yes, it's excellent, excellent. It'll be fresh. We're gonna get to give it to you uh, right in the afternoon and uh, bring it to folks. And so it'll be fun. So. Um, yeah, Charles, good. so glad that you uh, be able to pump that, uh, to be able to promote that. And you know what, I didn't, Charles, you and I didn't get to talk offline about this, but did you get a chance to listen to the uh, Bill Simmons Skipper podcast? Uh, I listened to a decent amount of it. Uh, Bill Skipper, I mean Skipper said, uh, he said groovy too many times, and I just never got back around to it. <laughs> That's fair. I appreciate that. The uh, one thing that I noticed that he said, he's like that he suggested was was incredibly smart was ESPN when he advised them we're just going to go buy rights to things so they can start um, be able like if they own the rights and they controlling what's the, what the content's going to be on there it was incredibly smart because once they couldn't do the NFL they got the NBA they got the NBA on an unbelievable deal but now the growth of the ESPN Plus man is pretty much a direct hit with Skipper and telling them like and then can you corner the the boxing world or at least uh, in terms of giving them more promotions with that or in the fighting world with the UFC and MMA it's great man so that was one thing I, if when you get a chance go back and uh, check uh, I, the last 35 to 40 minutes kind of go into that which I think you would love well he's with the zone now so yeah mm-hmm. and they're trying to do their thing I don't I'm not really sure like boxing's boxing's too fucking split up right now and it's annoying as hell because none of the fights that need to happen can happen because of promotions and shit People care too way too much about these um, about their O's and making money off of fighting like bum ass fighters. It's, it's it's quite annoying as a boxing fan. Sure is, sure is, man. That's that's a great point too. Those are those are some things in our dog days of summer, you know, middle of July when we got to make sure we send some content. We're gonna we're gonna have a fix them. We're gonna call them a fix them podcast. We're gonna fix the NCAA or the NCAA Final Four uh, for men's and women's basketball. We're going to try to help with Buchanan. We're going to fix boxing. Uh, and also, we're going to, uh, if possible, we're going to, I still think that the college football playoff needs to be fixed. 
maybe Charles will disagree, but we'll we'll talk about that. We're gonna fix. We're gonna have a fixing podcast. We're gonna fix some things, uh, and also we may have to revisit uh, the the length of some of these regular season because I know Charles has been ready for the NBA playoffs for about the damn last six six weeks, and they're finally here. So it's gonna be great. Thank you all for rocking with us on the pod. Uh, appreciate y'all listening. We are now signing off for the eleventh episode of the Charles Little Podcast. Make sure you are following Charles. Charles, drop all your Instagram and, tr- and drop your Twitter handle, please. Both the same, Charles of fifteen. Check me out. Retweet this stuff. Share this stuff. We got to get more people listening to the pod. All out in the world. Let's all get right. it. All right, let's get it. Appreciate y'all listening, rocking. Have a great one. Hello.